Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the JUCO Take. Man, has it been a minute since we've been coming in, but do we have a great show for you today. We're going to start with a little Rivalry Week recap. Man, did we have some good games. The game, the Iron Bowl, Bedlam, all crazy games. Then we're going to move to a little coaching carousel in football. Uh, a lot of interesting things going on. I don't know if I can remember a year that the coaching carousel has been this crazy, this dramatic. Then we're going to move on to a little midseason NFL recap. Who's good, who's bad, who's overrated, who's underrated. We'll see. You'll hear our takes on that. And then finishing up with a little NCAA basketball talk. Our teams are through about five, six games. And uh, who's good, who's bad, who's overrated, again, who's not. And uh, then we'll send you on our way. But thanks for listening to the episode. Stay tuned for more. with the juco take and like we said man it's been a minute we've had a lot of stuff going on in life but we are back tonight and we are ready to get after it but first let's introduce who's sitting next to me to my left here in the juco take studio mr joshua derricott how are we doing tonight josh how's it going people i have missed all of you carter uh, I don't know where other two guys are. They're out on the town tonight. Sure. Um, I've missed the fans, all the fans. Thank you for supporting the sponsors. Yeah, sponsors. Uh, but, man, is it good to be back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think the last time we recorded an episode was in May. The last time we recorded an episode, Phil Mickelson had just won the PGA Championship. Man, was that a long time ago. Yeah, and we're about to be in uh, 2022. Wow. Mm. I mean, we've had a lot of crazy stuff going on. I'm now at the University of North Alabama playing golf there, Roar Lions. Um, so I'm there. Josh, what's been going on with you? Uh, life's been good. Things have changed. Uh, we're moving in the right direction golf-wise a lot better than it was last year. Good, good. Um, it's good. We're learning. Day, as, as the day goes by, we're growing. So That's all we can ask for yep. is get better every day, 1% better every day, a wise man once said. You know, I, this is off script. Somebody told me today, I, he either said you either win or you lose and learn, or yep. you win and you just lose. Yeah. So if you, if you lose and you don't learn, then you, I mean, you, that's bad. And we are learning. Through the loss that we had all last year with just – the team struggles. This team is so much better this year. I, I've grown so much. What it just, um, I mean, and last year it was just tough for everyone. I mean, it, it was. Just, it was just such a psychological year. I mean, you know, we're doing online school. We're having to, to, to follow all kind of protocols and everything. I mean, I know, I know most of us, I think, actually had the virus. I mm-hmm. mean, what a just crazy year. You know, it feels like finally some things are returning back to right. normal, I think. Which um, praise the Lord for that, of course. But um, man, am I just I'm, I'm just glad to be back. Like it, it's it's been so long, and but man, do we have a show today, John? We do. Do we have a show today? You know, um, I want to, of course, start the episode by talking about our social media channels. You know, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. At the Juco Take, follow us, interact with us, DM us, Josh and I. Share us. (laughs) Share us, please. Yeah, if you're feeling super kind, just share us. Josh and I uh, both have the keys to all the accounts, and we look at every response that everybody sends. Thank you to the people that have sent things to us. We answer all questions. Uh, We actually welcome it, you know, and... 
and something that that we've been very that we've been very uh, adamant about is you know we're not just a sports podcast. You know, we like to dive into the faith side of things mm-hmm. too. And by no means are by no means are we perfect. But you know, if if you're struggling with something, and you need some help. Mm-hmm. We'd like to help you in that way too. Right. You know, we don't have the answers, but two people are better than one. Right. So let us know, and of, of course, we'll answer your sports questions as mm-hmm. well. Um, and I will not be afraid to tell you that your take is wrong, right? Or to give you my take. Mm-hmm. So come at us in the DMs. We'd love to. We'd love to hear hear what y'all have to say. Um, but yeah, just follow us on the socials and. Uh, Trying to think if there's anything new in our lives. Man, I mean, just the fact that I'm in a different school now. Yeah. Well, I have a I have a visit to a school. Good Thursday. Good. I'm uh, not going to say what well, let that me, is. Let, let me tell you what. I mean, I just, just speaking about my life, mm-hmm. I think I took about 10 years off of my life yesterday. Oh, wow. We need to hear this. Just oh, watching. I know where this just, is just, going. Just watching the football games. Now, for those, for those that don't know, and I'm sure everyone that listens is, I'm a diehard Auburn fan. I mean, I play golf at the University of North Alabama, Roar Lions, of course. But I grew up watching Auburn football, going to Auburn football games, you know, watching everything Auburn. My parents went to Auburn. Grandparents went to Auburn. And, <clears throat> Josh, I'm going to be straight. I would have rather lost 50-0 to zero than have to sit through that yesterday. Okay. Four overtimes of me just sitting there. So here's my thing. I'm the exact opposite. I sound like a I sound like I'm soft saying this, but like, well, if if that's the way if that's the way we're gonna lose, I'm okay with it. Um, because I think you can. I think truly, you can go to a Bama fan right now and say, "Who do you think? Do you think Auburn outplayed Alabama?" And I think they would tell you yes. Um, Especially considering the fact that we had. A one-legged backup quarterback yeah. leading our team down the field. Yeah, he I couldn't even walk. I don't even know the damage that that he did to that uh, that leg. That's not going to be good. There's I know because um, all they out. do is shoot you up, and you don't feel anything. So. Bow's out. TJ's going to be mm-hmm. hurt even more. I mean, we're six and six, so we're going to get into a bowl game. You know, and six and six sounds bad. We were two wins away from winning that. So two wins away before this game. If we if we win the two games and then win yesterday, we're in the SEC championship. Not far away at all. Well, and you know what's crazy is we blew leads yes. being Auburn. We blew leads yep. in the last four games. Yep. All in the second half. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, goodness. There's positives to take there from is. it. I'm a positive person. I always try to find the positive. So I try to be, but I'm oh. probably not the greatest to to look into the problems that Auburn has because I'll try to find something positive. I I still am a Brian Harson fanatic. I love No, him. I like Brian Harson. I'm getting I'm to 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 steal a phrase. I'm on my last straw with Mike Bobo. Yeah. My I it just seems like our offense just has no pop. It just seems like when we need to make a big play, we're not running the play that could be best. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every first down, we're running the ball up the middle. Yeah, I get that. And and last night they, I mean, between the tackles, Alabama shut us down, and we're still trying. And it, you could see it uh, in the it, running game they yes. shut us down because yes. because our because our defensive line manhandled mm-hmm. their offensive oh, yeah. line. We had seven sacks against yep. Bryce Young. Yep, he was rattled too. Oh yeah, yep. and I mean like he would tell you. That. I don't know. Hats off to Derek Mason. He called a fantastic game on the defensive side. The defense could literally have not done more than they did. Oh no! I mean, the defense yep. played their game of the year. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bottom line. So I mean, at the end of the day, Auburn still lost. So you got to find a way. We did yeah. not. Alabama did. Hats off to them. That last drive, I think the ball was on the two yard line to go ninety eight yards in a yeah. minute and a half. They did it. Uh, you did it. Um, I fully expected it though. But I knew it was coming, I, especially when I saw the Auburn fans like 
cheering, and I saw the oh, Auburn God. guys on the sideline thinking they had won. Dude, you I never was, do that. Dude, I was like, I was you like, never the do game's that. not over. The game's not nope. over. The game is not over. So, but you know what, though, Josh? You live and you learn. You know what, though? Man, do we have an SEC championship game set we up do. for next weekend. Go dogs. Georgia versus Alabama. Yep. Perhaps one versus two. We'll we'll have to see what the new football playing rank football rank football ranking. Uh, you had a stroke there. Rankings. Yeah, football rankings. We'll have to see what they say. But my goodness, I'm 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 giddy about the game that we mm-hmm. have coming up this weekend. Yep. Alabama versus Georgia. You know, we'll see. We'll see if Alabama's. I mean, I don't know what to make of Alabama because Alabama has struggled at times this year where I thought they weren't going to struggle at all. Mm-hmm. And then in games that I thought they were going to struggle, they didn't. Yeah. Like, like against Ole Miss, I thought that Ole Miss would give them fits because Ole Miss gave them fits last year. And I think the score of the Alabama-Ole Miss game might have been close, but it wasn't – but, like, it wasn't a close game. And, yeah. you know, that's just something – like, I expected them to struggle there, but then, you know, Auburn and Arkansas the last two weeks have given Alabama everything they could have asked for. Like – so, we'll see. Georgia has just looked like no one has held a candle. Right. Yeah, that's that's I mean, what it looks like. So, we got some good storylines coming up for this week in the SC Championship game. Um, any other thoughts? Oh, I do have one more thing to say. I'm, I'm sorry. I was leading that to you, but I've got one more thing to say. 13 out of the 14 SEC teams are going to a bowl game this year. So, everybody but Vanderbilt? Everybody but Vanderbilt. So, is really all the SEC year. teams? Yes. Because Vanderbilt, to me, you're not an SEC football team. Yeah. But how crazy is that? That, I mean, is, that just shows you how strong – I believe that shows you how strong our conference is. Yeah. How about Florida getting a win yesterday? Yeah. Not having Dan Mullen. That put them as bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. But – So, I mean, you got you got the other rivalry games, Michigan, Ohio State. Um, that was a teeth kicking, but I believe the whole game. I didn't watch uh, – I watched the first quarter and I mean, then maybe the fourth quarter. The final – I watched the entire game start mm-hmm. to finish. I was very intrigued. I'm not a huge Ohio State fan, just personally. I just kind of think they're a little overrated. Um, so, and, and, you know, I like Jim Harbaugh. I've listened to some stuff that he's done, some podcasts he's done. I've, I've liked what he's done at Michigan. I knew that his time was coming. Yeah. And I just had a feeling that yesterday was it. And, I mean. Snow's on the ground, too. That was awesome. Snow's on the ground in Ann Arbor. The big house yes. was absolutely rocking. Yep. Like, like, I didn't know this, too. They said it on the – I mean, I take the announcers. I feel like they're right. But it was – that's the second largest stadium in the world. Yeah. No, the big house is huge. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew it was big. I knew it was the biggest probably in college. I didn't know that it was second largest yeah, in the world. I and if, if I'm them, let's make it number one. That's such a like yeah, a – just extend it. Yes. I don't know if it's second in college football or second in the world or what. They I said don't second know if, in the world. Did they say – I? So I it's got to be some soccer stadium somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I cannot confirm or deny that. It sounds – I know that it's a huge stadium. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those stadiums, like, deceptively big, like the Rose Bowl is. Yep. Like, it looks like it wouldn't be huge, but it is. But mm-hmm. anyways, man, the big house was rocking yesterday. Final score, 42 Michigan to 27 Ohio State. Michigan, just from an eye test, Michigan's Michigan executed the run game better than I have ever seen a college football team execute a run game against a high-level Defense like that. that running back, he's a true freshman too, isn't he? Oh, I I couldn't tell you. I think he is. They were Haskins, rotating is that his name? Yeah, yeah. His last name's Haskins. But six rushing touchdowns, Josh. They scored forty-two points. All six rushing touchdowns were all six touchdowns were rushing touchdowns. And they did it against Ohio State. Like it's not like they were out there playing against someone mm-hmm. else. That was that's not as good. Ohio State has been touted as the as one of, if not the best, probably behind Georgia, the best rush defense in the country. They've been giving up an average of 102 yards a game, and Michigan put up like 300 on them in six touchdowns. And it was just so good to see. It was just so good to see Jim Harbaugh finally get that monkey off his back of 
beating Ohio State because that's the only thing that he hasn't done for them is beat Ohio State. And they did it yesterday. They did it convincingly. It's The final score is a 15-point point differential. I honestly think it was more than that. Um, it's just one of those things that it was a great game. Any game that's in the snow mm-hmm. instantly becomes better. It just better. feels like man football. That's also what yeah. the Iron Bowl felt like yesterday, too. Like Absolutely. That was, like, that was gritty. That was, was like – a, a defensive battle. Like 2000s football for me. That's – I don't know. It, let it me just tell felt you, gritty. Let me tell you what's the opposite of a defensive football game. Yeah, the next game. Bedlam. Bedlam. Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State, the annual rivalry, rivalry called Bedlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year was played in Stillwater, Oklahoma, which is the home of Oklahoma State University. Oklahoma State, the seventh-ranked team in the country, playing number 10, Oklahoma. Oklahoma State squeaks out a win, 37-33. to Now, let me tell you what. Did you watch the fin- Did you watch the end of the game? Uh, no. I, it was on, but I was sleeping. So, let me – it was – Josh, it was so close. Like, Oklahoma was driving with, like, a minute left in the game. Interception? No, they, no, they, no, they didn't throw an interception. But there was a very – there was – I wanted Oklahoma State to win, mm-hmm. but I can't lie. There was a very, very sketchy no call. Like, it should have been pass interference in Oklahoma. Right. I mean, on Oklahoma State against an Oklahoma player in the end zone. Would have given them first and goal. And, and they didn't call it. I mean, who knows if that changes the game, but it's just one of those things. That's just how the cookie crumbled. Right. And Oklahoma State gets the big win, and now they're going. Oklahoma State is heading to play, I believe, Baylor in the Big 12 championship game next weekend. Um, I would have to think, Josh, if Oklahoma State wins that game and wins it convincingly, they're in the playoffs. I think they're in either way because well, – I don't know about either way. I mean, well, they, they, they have to they win. They have to win, yes. Um, I, I, think, I, think, I think Bama loses next week. So and I now after Bama's performance against Auburn, sure it's a rivalry and you're at Jordan Hare. I don't care though. You you got to beat them by more than two points. You get, like we you got to do better than that. Josh, they were twenty one and a half point favorites. Yeah. Alabama was. Yeah, and twenty two twenty four. That that's in four overtimes. Okay. Um, it was ten to ten at the end of regulation. Yeah. So that's what we really need to look at. So I know the committee looked at that and Bama. Has to win. Did. Like before this, they probably could have lost, and it had been a close one with Georgia and got in. No, they have they have to win this this game. Um, I think. Now, on the flip side of that coin, though, Georgia's in. Yo, I mean, Georgia, just play your just play your second string. <laughs> like Georgia, Georgia's in. Yeah. The winner of the SEC championship game will get the one seed. Mm-hmm. We'll go ahead and just say that. Yep. I just don't, and God, this might come back to bite me. I just don't see a world, Josh, where Alabama loses the game and they're still in the playoffs. Yeah. Especially when we've got Cincinnati sitting at four. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State is going to move up and they're going to be playing a conference championship game. I don't see how you can hold Oklahoma State right. out of the playoffs. Now, the only thing that goes in Alabama's favor is if the people behind them, if Oklahoma State loses, is if uh, yeah. Michigan loses – um, if all these teams behind them, yeah. that's now that's where a Bama team that l- loses Saturday will get in when the teams behind them mess up. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I think Michigan, we we didn't really mention this, but I I think Michigan has Iowa next weekend in Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship mm-hmm. game. God, we, I mean, Iowa, man, do you remember when they were like the number two ranked team in the country and then yep. lost to Purdue? I think. I think it was Purdue. It was someone like mm-hmm. that. It was just like, man, did we see like a like 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 a prime Icarito moment mm-hmm. for uh, Iowa there? But um, nonetheless, we've got we've got um, Michigan, Iowa, Indianapolis next week. Lucas Oil Stadium. That'll be fun. Big Ten Championship game, SEC Championship game, Mercedes Benz Stadium, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Georgia versus Alabama. I don't know where the Big 12 championship game is. I'm not really concerned. Oh, I think it's in uh, 
I think it's at AT and T Stadium in yeah, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Oklahoma State, Baylor. Um, who cares about the ACC this year? Who cares about the Pac twelve this year? I think that's really all we need to talk about about the mm-hmm. rivalry games. You know, I mean, yeah. all I have to say is, I sat there. I sat at my. I sat down on my couch at eleven o'clock and didn't get up until 11 p.m. at the end of Bedlam, and the games were just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it was a a good day of football. It was a great day of football. And, man, I mean, we've even had a good day of NFL football. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's been a great football weekend, great Thanksgiving. Do you want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving games? Did you watch any of them? Uh, I watched – the great game. I mean, the Bears Lions. That's just oh, two Lord. phenomenal teams. Couldn't have been an e- like you. That game couldn't have portrayed the way those teams their seasons are going more. Sixteen to fourteen or whatever. The it was. Lions. The Lions Terrible find game some way to lose yes. again in the fourth quarter. Terrible game to watch. Uh, I mean, you got uh, what's his name, the Lions QB. Jared, Jared Goff, Goff, just straight out of L.A. Yeah, I mean, terrible to watch. Then you've got Andy Dalton. Okay, that that is the two guys in the NFL that those are at the bottom of the bottom of the totem pole. Like, I would have. I mean, Justin Fields is hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Watching Justin Fields is actually fun. Yeah, because he's new enough right now. We don't know if he's bad or not, but he's new enough right now to where we're like, oh, he can like bust a play out right here. Like he's talented. I think Matt Nagy's going to be out. As oh, the head yeah. coach, yeah. Um, uh, did the Raiders Cowboys was that Thursday too? Oh yeah. Okay, that uh, was a good game. Great game. I think there was a combined twenty something penalties between the two teams. Mm-hmm. My goodness, it was just final score was thirty six thirty three. I believe Raiders. I, I know the Raiders won. I watched it. Um. A little little fun fact, I've switched my NFL allegiance to the Raiders. And uh, I love Derek Carr. Really do. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders, man, they've been through – the Raiders as a team have been through more this year than any team really deserves to go through, even in the NFL. Yeah. And Derek Carr has handled it like just an absolute stand-up gentleman. He has – he has shown how to be a Christian perfectly, in my opinion, through all of this. Mm-hmm. And for that, he has gained a fan in me. Yeah. But um, Bills blew out the Saints in the late game. Yeah, I mean, we knew that was happening. Just, I mean, you know, even though the even though the games sucked, except for the Cowboys game, man, it's just good to have football on while you're just yeah, eating yeah. with your family. Yep. I mean, there's just nothing beats it. Yeah, it's dangerous though because when you watch football, you don't you don't realize how many times you got up from the couch, went into <laughs> the kitchen, and and picked and whatnot. And I know I'll probably have some family listening to this. You know, we hosted our whole family at my house. Uh, we had about twenty four or twenty seven people at my house. Josh, Jeez. Um, man, we had some good food. Mm-hmm. Everybody brought a nice dish. Uh, man, just. Honestly, and this might be a little recency bias, this is this is one of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had. I mean, food was great. Company was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a great time. It was at my house for the first right. time ever, so I, th- I think the vibes were good there. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just it's it, it, it it's always great to get together with the family right. and just be together with them. I, I really enjoyed my time like that. Um, my, we, had, we had a good Thanksgiving. It was different. Yeah, you know, with with as as family as older family members pass and yeah. stuff, your 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 holidays, the way you gather, they change, yeah. and that was one of those. This was one of the years. It, it was just different. It was a good different, but it was different. We went up to uh, my aunt Teresa's up in Knoxville, or she lives a little below Knoxville, and had a really good time visiting her. So it was it was just it was a good time. I had good family time. There was it was only. It was only uh, my family and my grandmother and her, so it was smaller, but sometimes yeah. small is good. Yeah, sometimes it's not bad. So we enjoyed it. It was a good time. But Absolutely. Well, I think we've talked enough about football games, Josh. Man, I'm ready to get into talking about some coaching carousel. 
Man, this is We've such a go. hot topic. We have it. And even with breaking news today yep. on November 28, 2021, we have to lead the coaching care association with this, right? Yep. Lincoln Riley, coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, is now going to be the coach at USC, University of Southern California. Wow. Mm, that's, did not see that move coming. I did not either. And as soon as I heard it, I mean, obviously the first thing that comes to my mind is if he wins like if he wins yesterday, he's not going to USC. You would think. Because if um, he wins yesterday, he still has a chance to get yes, into the playoffs. Yes. Um and I, he had everything at Oklahoma. I don't know. I mean, to me, I've grown up USC's always been bad. They were they were good when I was young, yeah. and I never knew that. So, on paper, Oklahoma looks better than USC. I know, I do know that USC like that's a higher program. I mean, than that's Oklahoma, just like but that's just like I your just, traditional program. And the yeah. thing is, like, you're going to get, <clears throat> especially with Lincoln Riley coming in, he's going to be able to get so many good recruits from that California area, which is where I mean, that's where. That's where those recruits come from. That's just where your mm-hmm. top recruits come from. I mean, Bryce Young's from California. And he's going to be able to get those recruits from California. And if, and if he can find a way to get USC back in the playoffs and even win a national championship, I mean, Josh, he's going to be revered in Southern California. Like, I mean, he's going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread to come around there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the upside for him at USC – is phenomenal. Yeah. Now, I just, do I think you should take that job over what you have at Oklahoma? Maybe not. Yeah. I mean. That's a great hire for them, though. Oh, it's a great hire for USC, but it's just yeah, like. To get that big of a name. Oklahoma, like, man, you've built such a good thing going at Oklahoma that you're, you're in the conference you're in and the schedule you play, you're going to have at most – two losses a year. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, Oklahoma has almost reached Ohio State levels. As Ohio State is the Big Ten, Oklahoma has almost reached that level in the Big 12. And now, like, it's kind of crazy to see, like, the comparison between the Big 12 and Big Ten this year with Michigan beating Ohio State, Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma. Like, the stalwarts in those two divisions getting taken down by their rivals. Yep. And those, and those two teams – Stepping up, um, it's very similar in the two conferences. But right. And I thought the move for Oklahoma to go to the SEC would have kept Lincoln Riley in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's – So, I don't know. It's kind of weird. You know, that's something that it seems like it's so far away, but, like, it's going to be around the corner. And right. What is it, 2024, 2025 when they're coming in? Something like that. I'm not real sure. I think it's 25. It's just one of those things, though. It's going to sneak up on us, but mm-hmm. I mean, I I kind of figured Lincoln Riley could stay at Oklahoma as long as he kept oh, on winning, yeah. yeah, like that. Like, but so, who knows? I mean, I mean, now we got the Oklahoma jobs open, and I'm afraid, as many of you probably know, if you know me, I'm kind of a backdoor Ole Miss fan, and I love Lane Kiffin. I've loved what he has done at Ole Miss. He's done um, such a good job at Ole Miss. I am terrified now that Oklahoma is going to hire him. I mean, why not? Oklahoma, to me, has the same feel as Ole Miss does, as the kind of the new kid on the block type. Except just a little bit better. Yes, yes. Bigger program, but the same atmosphere. And, and Oklahoma has a little more storied program. Like right. A little more historic yeah. program. But. So, they just, they both have that new age type to them, though. Yeah. And I don't know that. I feel like that's very attractive to to Lane Kiffin. So we'll have to see. I hope that that um, Ole Miss just shows a checkbook at Lane Kiffin because he. I mean, he gave you your best season you've ever had. Did he get ten wins? This he got. Season? He was ten and ten two. Ten and two men. And I think I seriously think Lane Kiffin could win a championship at Ole Miss. And there's not like Ole Miss. I, sure, I'm a fan of them, but a championship at Ole Miss, you don't talk about that. Like, the only thing is though, Josh. He's got Matt Corral this year, and Matt Corral is projected to be the number one quarterback taken in the draft. Yeah, I, but uh, we'll see if Kiffin has either a recruited someone good enough to fill the shoes of Matt Corral, mm-hmm. or b if they can step up around him. But here's the thing: he, 
Matt Corral was not good before Kiffin was there. So Kiffin, he can. I mean, John Reese Plumley was beating him out. Yeah, John Rice. Yeah, he. Uh, so I don't know. It's interesting, and that's the other thing that scares me about Oklahoma is you've got. Okay, sure, Spencer Rattler. He's been benched this year, but you have Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma, and I feel like that's really attractive to to Lane Kiffin. And I mean, maybe he transfers, but the guy that's there now is good too. I think so. I don't know. see. See, I, I think Spen, I think Spencer Rattler is going to transfer. Quite honestly, I, when he when he started getting benched, I immediately said that he will come to Ole Miss. I mean, why? To me, as a quarterback, that is. Looking to transfer, what other schools would you want to go to? Because you've oh, you're seen going ahead what, and throwing out the fact you're going ahead and predicting schools for where he's going to go. Yeah, I was well, just saying he's going to transfer. Well, you've seen like what Lane Kiffin can do with quarterbacks. So yeah. I don't know that it's it's interesting. And Lane Kiffin is really high on Arch Manning's radar too, coming to Ole Miss. So I I don't know. It's, yeah, we'll see. We got interesting things. Arch Manning, we could do a whole podcast oh, with yeah. Arch Manning. I mean, I'm not going to get into that. Ogeron's but, out at LSU. Yeah. Went Mutual, out on a good note, I guess. Well, I mean, he's got one more game. Mu- no, no, no. He's not coaching the ball game. Oh, he's not? Nope. They told him he's not? No, no, no. He said he's not. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Um, he said he's not coaching the bowl game. Um, you know, I think we're going to look back in about five years and there's going to be some some stuff that comes out about how the whole Coach O leaving LSU went down. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's obviously been rumors and speculation about what happened, but I think there is a little something sketchy about the way it all happened. Um, you know, I, I I personally like Coach O. I mean, the only thing I struggle with now is is he really a good coach, or did he just have Joe Burrow? Or did he have Joe Burrow in that offense? Jamar Chase and Joe Brady and Joe Brady. Yep. I mean, so we'll see. Coach O, I mean, the thing is, if he wants to, Coach O will land somewhere. Yeah. At the bare minimum, a coordinator position. Yeah. I just personally don't see Coach O being a coordinator. Yeah. But I could, but he could go. He can go. He could go get he a head coaching to. job at a small place. But I, I just don't see him. I don't think he's going to go coach right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's just ready to take some time for himself. Mm-hmm. You know. Until today, Josh, I thought maybe. Coach O would be floated around for the Florida job. Yeah. I mean, we saw Florida hire a kind of lateral when, – when they hired Dan Mullen from Mississippi State. Yeah. That was kind of a lateral hire, in my opinion. And Dan Mullen took him to the conference championship. Um, but Coach Orgeron, I, I, I could have seen him going to Florida, but the, instead Florida hires Billy Napier, uh, former head coach of the Louisiana – Raging Cajuns mm-hmm. and uh, Sun Belt shout out. Uh, apparently, it, I remember people talking about Billy Napier being um, LSU favorite. Yeah, I remember them talking about him being next up as like the next Group of Five coach to get a big time job. Mm-hmm. My thing is, I'm I'm kind of like, why wouldn't Kiffin. LSU go after? I mean. I, I don't know, but it seems like that could have been an easy step up for him to go from Louisiana to LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, he's going to Florida, so we'll see how that works out. I just I find it so hard, and I mean Auburn is a prime example of this. I think Brian Harson is a great coach. It's so hard for first year coaches to win in their first year in the SEC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fan bases. Right now, or so, and I myself am included in this. Fan bases are so give it to me now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yep, it, it's interesting. I, I mean, now the LSU job's open, um, and you, I mean, James Franklin got the contract extension. Mel Tucker got the contract extension. Um, so those guys are out. You got Jimbo. Obviously, you got Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's going to be thrown around in all of these now. Yep. Um, my theory on the way we get these uh, coaches uh, where 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 people think they're going to go is ESPN has a team where they get a hat. They throw all coaches' names into this hat, and they pick 
the coach's names out of the hat, and then they have to write an article on why that coach should fit into the program. I mean, Brian Harson was being rumored for the Washington job. Yeah. Like, like I, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. And when the Auburn hiring job was going on, Brian Harson, you never heard his name. No. He wasn't even in the articles. So, I don't know. I don't – you never know. Um so yeah, that's what we got with coaching. Uh, Ryan Day allegedly like could go to the Bears. Yeah, I mean, there's some serious rumblings that Ryan Day is gonna going to uh, go to the pros. And then if that job opens up, good grief! Which I think that's the type of like Ohio State is the type of school that they're just gonna hire one of their big time like a like they did with Probably. Ryan Day, just hire somebody in the in just the system, move someone up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I definitely think there's worse ways to go about it, but. The thing is, can you imagine Ohio State, Oklahoma, and LSU coaching jobs being available at once? Actually, I have to take that back. I think Ohio State would go hire the Cincinnati guy. Luke Fickle? Mm-hmm. Man. So, I mean, uh, I think that's Luke Fickle's dream job. But yeah. The thing is, I so. mean, but Josh, like, if, if Luke Fickle makes it into the playoffs with Cincinnati this year, like, do you think he ever leaves Cincinnati? Like, uh, I mean – that yeah, probably be because it's well. It, I, if he goes into the playoffs and somehow wins a game, sure he's there for good because then Cincinnati will earn respect. Which they're moving conferences too, so they're aren't they going to be? What conference are they going to? I'm not sure. Mm. I don't know if they're moving conferences or not. I know UAB is moving out of Conference USA. Yeah, uh, I don't I think they're moving to the American. I don't know where. I don't know if any. Cincinnati's going, but so I don't know if he if he was to win a game in the playoff and and Cincinnati proves themselves, then uh, I think he's there unless somebody I mean like Ohio State or somebody comes after him. Um, the thing is, the the only reason why my theory of him staying at Cincinnati doesn't hold up is because they have to go through so much yep. every year just to get a four seed. Ohio State, you can lose a game mm-hmm. and still and still be in. I mean, so who knows? That's an interesting take about Luke Fickle. I didn't think about that, but so we got midseason NFL recap going on too. Um, Tennessee Titans are good, even though like they. I don't know. They're, Are they're you in the say that after today, Josh. Well, they're playing the Pat, Patriots. Patriots are literally one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Um, did so you are see the what Titans. They did though. last week against the the Texans, though, Josh. Yeah. Well, th- look, the Titans are in a midseason slump. It happens to all the teams, um, and they don't have Derrick Henry. Not they might not even have Derrick Henry for the playoffs, but they're finding they. I was proud of them that. That week where they went five games um, and beat those five teams, like the Bills, uh, no, they, Chiefs, all the, good teams. The first the, the the first half of their schedule was the hardest in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, did they just go through it. And it's so weird because they, they went through that first half of the schedule that was the hardest, and, man, they looked so mm-hmm. good. And then they've gotten to – and then they've gotten to the to the second part, mm-hmm. and they've lost, like, the first two games. Yeah, and I just think it's a little bit – I mean, their bye week's going to be good to them whenever that is. They probably already have it. That's yeah, what type of fan I am. But the thing um, about the Titans is, though, is no Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown just got put yeah. on the injury reserve. So, yeah. so we'll see. I mean, we know the, the Patriots and the Packers are really good. The Patriots have stunned me. How good that's they've been like like they started out in a slump, right, but Mac Jones looks like he's finally settled right. in, which looking at Mac Jones, he looks like an n f l quarterback, you know what I mean I like he plays like an n f l quarterback his style is is pro I don't know what Bill Belichick has done, but he literally flipped a switch, and it's like it's like all of a sudden Mac Jones is putting up forty points a game mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it, it's kind of crazy, but we'll see. I mean, the real key will be. It looks like right now, 
I would be, I think it's, I don't want to say safe to say, but as of right now, let's say the Patriots are going to make it into the playoffs, okay? Oh, I think yeah. that they're, real they're... test, Josh, is going to come in that first playoff game when Mac Jones plays his first playoff game. That's going to be your, that's going to be your test to yeah. see. So, I mean, you got those, and the, they're, they're making a comeback, but the Chiefs are not very good this year. Just a bad start to the season. Bad, very bad start. Patrick um, Mahomes just doesn't look like no, Patrick Mahomes. No, and he's terrible in fantasy this year. No, well. Uh, I have him and Justin Herbert, and it is not. <laughs> and, 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 man, if, 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 if somebody week one, if you would have told yes. somebody week one, I've got Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, they would be like, there's literally no way you can lose. Right. Justin Herbert is the supposed to be the upcoming quarterback of really the next decade, like yeah. behind Patrick Mahomes. I mean, we've already labeled him as such. And Patrick Mahomes is just Patrick Mahomes. Right. So, I don't know. The Chiefs are still – they're still in the hunt for the playoffs. They're they're right now they're number – they're four in the – fourth in the AFC. Um, so, we'll see. They'll find a way. Good teams find a way. I mean, Chiefs, it looks like – I mean, they they've had some good wins the past couple of weeks against uh, against the Cowboys. Cowboys, but they maybe, beat the Packers. But maybe the Packers the Chiefs, didn't have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, maybe the Chiefs are finding their way back. Maybe maybe they're finding finding their groove. But here's the thing that brings us to our next point, Josh. We need to talk about the Cowboys. I I think the Cowboys are good. I don't think they're bad. I just. I don't think they're bad, and I know that, and I know that they are. They got they're missing some players. I mean, they're missing C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. Isn't isn't Zeke hurt? No, injured. Ish. No. Zeke played. Yeah, but I, I thought he was banged up. Maybe. But either way, they've they've come off back to back losses, Chiefs and Raiders. Now mm-hmm. the Raiders. The Raiders are a very scrappy team. Yeah. Okay. But in my opinion, if you're going to solidify yourself as a Super Bowl contender, that's a game that, as the Cowboys, you need to win. Yeah. And they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. They tried, but they didn't do it. And that game was at home, wasn't it? Yes. So yeah, they're they're kind of in that same situation as uh, the Titans are right now. This is the time where you like. You got to get out of the slump pretty fast, or you're going to end up cost, yeah. costing yourself a sp- like no. that 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 higher spot in the playoffs. Well, and I'm not so much concerned about it for the Cowboys because they do play in the NFC East, mm-hmm. which is the Washington Football Team, the Colt. No, not the Colts. Excuse me, the Washington Football Team, the Eagles, the Giants. That's it. That's their competition. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, chances are they're going to win their division, but I mean, it's just still like you're. Are you going to be able to step up in the playoffs? Like right. It's, we'll see. And the Buccaneers are doing the same. Like this is what Tom Brady does, dude. I think they're just lulling us to sleep before they yep. make a playoff run. Yeah. I'm afraid. I would still put money on them to it make just a run. Seems like, it just seems like Tom Brady always just has that, like, oh, okay, it's time for me to play playoff football now. Like, yeah. Like, okay, uh, I'm not going to lose. Like, okay, I'll start. Yeah. Like, I'll start trying. Yeah. I just – we'll see. We'll see how that – we'll see how that turns out. Um, so, I mean, I think that's all the football talk we have for today. Yeah. Is that good with you? Yeah, we got. I mean, we got a little bit of NCAA basketball. Yeah, let's wrap up with a little bit of NCAA basketball talk. Auburn. Uh, we'll start with Auburn, of course. War Eagle. Auburn played in the Battle for Atlantis tournament this weekend, this past weekend over Thanksgiving break. Tough loss in the first round to UConn. Took them to overtime. <clears throat> Tough loss, but you know, I mean, as an Auburn fan, Josh, I'm coming out of of watching that. Very um, enthused. Jabari Smith, lottery pick. Mm-hmm. Walker Kessler, absolute defensive problem. You are not getting a shot up in his lane. Um, KD Johnson is 
one heck of a leader, and the team feeds off of his emotions. Is Katie Johnson? He's the Eastern Kentucky transfer. No, right? he is. That's uh, Wendell Green. Is that Wendell Green? My, my bad. Katie Johnson is a Georgia transfer. I have that's never right. seen somebody play with so much passion ever. I love it. I love it. It is so good. Um, to me, Katie Johnson is has the same passion as Bruce Pearl does. Yeah, but he's on the floor. Um, yeah. So that's really cool to watch. It's it's really fun to see the team feed off of him because. On the outward, like Katie Johnson, he doesn't necessarily have all the intangibles, but yeah. his passion gives him that. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the thing is, is, you know, we lose to UConn, and you're looking at a very disappointing trip down to it, the Bahamas. And then we come back in our two consolation games and win them. Convincingly. Um, convincing. I mean, the Syracuse game was an absolute routing. Yeah. Anytime that – and, I mean – that's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, you, you just beat Jim Behan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a Hall of Fame coach. And you took him to task, quite yep. honestly. Which, that was good to see. So, you know, I choose to look at that, that, that trip as a positive. I think Auburn has a little bit of kinks to iron out. Personally, Josh, I think our offense is a little too ISO ball oriented. Yeah, I've never like I love Bruce Pearl. I've never really agreed with his offensive yes. scheme. I yes. mean, and it and I mean, hey, two years ago we were in the Final Four, should have won. Um, so he's got it. I do love how it's weird, but this year he's a he's a defensive. He's got a defensive team. His his past uh, good teams have been hey, we're shooting the ball like three point. And, them. So, and what did we ask for, Josh? We've asked for some height and asked for some length. And mm-hmm. our forward is 6'10", and our center is 7'1". Yep. Okay, we've got that. And it's proven that our defense is really good. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it just goes back to what we were talking about. His his offense, it just doesn't seem like we have many sets that we can like. It's like, yeah. okay, we need a bucket right here. Let's run our two-point play. And it doesn't seem like we have many plays that we can just run. It right. seems like a lot of just Let's get an isolation and get Jabari down. In yeah. The, down in and the, then so. let's, let's hope we're having a hot shooting day. And I think yeah. that's why Auburn is so streaky. Yeah. But well, and I don't that's think my we shoot. Opinion. I don't think we shoot the perimeter ball that well. I don't think we shoot the three no, ball that well. Especially not as good as we need to yeah. playing iso ball. Yeah. Like. Although but, I, I can't remember if it was – I don't think it was Katie Johnson. I think it was Wendell Green got hot from the three in in uh, the UConn game. Somebody did. Yeah. Um, pulled up from the logo a couple times and and drained it. So good. The potential's there. They'll find it. I'm not worried about them. Yeah, a hundred percent. The other the other team down the road. Now. What do, I haven't watched them, so this is you. I haven't watched them either, Josh. Oh. <laughs> but all I know is that they're ranked number tenth in the country and they lost to Iona. Yeah. Stuff. The good, uh, only thing Iona's got for him is a good coach. So, and here's the thing, Josh: they lost to Iona, and then the next day they played Drake, and they were losing. Oh, were they? In the second half of that game, they were losing to Drake. Found a way to scrape out a win. Right. But I mean, red flags might need to be going up if we're losing to these mid-major schools yeah. like that. Yeah, I actually. So I was up in, we were up close to Knoxville um, for Thanksgiving, and. Obviously, everybody knows after Thanksgiving, the girls always go out really Thursday night and into Friday morning, and then they'll shop Friday for Black Friday. Got to get that Black Friday shopping. So, me, Isaac, and Dad are sitting at the house, not really anything to do Friday. We get a wild hair, and we just want to go to Knoxville just to just mess around at the campus. And um, first we went to find, like, the college town that – their restaurant, the College Town restaurant, the mom and pop type. So we found this really good pizza place. What called, was that restaurant we hit at in Texas Tech? Uh, Spanky. Spanky. So yeah. good. So like hole the, in the wall type place. Yeah. Yes. So we found. Man, anytime a, I'm, I'm sorry, that was soft. Anytime we can shout out Spanky. Oh in, yes. In Lubbock, Texas, that was the one so bright good. spot of Lubbock, Texas. Right. So we we find this pizza place, Chicago deep dish style pizza called Stefano's. It was delicious. Well, we're sitting there and. I'm looking on Tennessee, just seeing what they got going on, and they happen to have a basketball game going on. They're playing Tennessee Tech. They We're eating at like 1 o'clock. They play at like 3. 
So I'm like, well, let's just walk down there. Let's try to get some tickets. Um, so we walk all the way down to the Coliseum. We go down to the Will Call. We get three tickets. Very good price. Very good seats. Just to walk in, we were lower level, middle, basically middle of the floor, right behind um, the bench, probably 20 rows up. Just just in line with the basket, really. So, perfect view. And Tennessee Tech played with them the whole game. It was a great game. Actually, what was, like, what made me – what really shocked me, though, is the reason Tennessee Tech stayed in the game as long as they did is because the crowd never got into it until Tennessee got up. So, so this yeah. is the way Tennessee does it. And maybe I, – I haven't been to a bunch of college basketball games. Maybe a lot of them do this. But – the crowd would not cheer unless Tennessee was winning. So it doesn't matter yeah. if, if Tennessee was down 10 and they go on a 8-0 run and they're still down by two. They don't cheer. So when Tennessee would get up and they would have a two-point – I mean, this game was close the whole game. If they would get a two- or three-point yeah. lead, the crowd would be so loud that Tennessee Tech couldn't communicate, and it would rattle them. And I'm thinking, hey, if you do this the whole game, Tennessee Tech ain't got a shot. So, yeah, I, mean, I don't the only, know. The only thing is, I mean, it's like the – third home game of the season. It's right, just hard. and you're it's playing. It's just hard to bring that energy, I mean, and you're on Thanksgiving break. Yeah, I mean, you're playing Tennessee you, you Tech. Your, you don't have your student section there. Like, yep. It's just hard to bring that atmosphere. I mean, I'm sure it'll be different come conference right. play. And, I mean, it was it was, it was was fun. It was a good atmosphere Yeah, uh, when the crowd was alive. So that it was just a good time. I, I really like – I mean, there's not – I haven't been to a, a SEC campus that I don't like. They're all good. Yeah, um, yeah And Knoxville places. was good. So, well, yeah, that's that. I mean, do you have anything else, Josh? No, life's good. Life is changing. Some new things are coming. Um, change is good. Change is good. We're learning. Um, so, thank you guys for listening. If you've made it this far, we really appreciate it. Um, of course, follow us on the socials at the JUCO Take. Um, man, it's been great to get back in. We appreciate it we appreciate y'all listening again. Who knows when we're going to do another one. We may surprise you with another one soon. It may be down the road. We'll just see what life throws at us. But um, everyone be blessed, and thank you for listening. Took the midnight